0: Call the meeting to order for the afternoon of June thirteenth, two thousand seventeen. Uh, today's invocation will be delivered by uh, Rabbi Levine, and Councilmember Davis will tell us more.
1: Thank you, Mayor. Welcome, everyone. I am pleased to introduce today's invocator from Congregation Am Ahad, Rabbi Menachem Levine. Founded around nineteen seventy, Community Am Echad. Has served the Orthodox Jewish community in San Jose for almost 50 years. Rabbi Levine holds both religious degrees as well as a law degree and is well known as an insightful and scholarly religious leader in our community. Rabbi Levine has been a prominent and respected speaker at several City Hall events. I believe he's done the invocation here in the past as well. Please welcome Rabbi Levine, who will present today's invocation.
0: Thank you to Honorable Mayor Licardo, the City Council, and in particular, my esteemed Councilmember Dev Davis for inviting me to address you today. The Talmudic sage, Choni Hamagil, Choni the Circle Maker, was a leader in the first century BCE during the Second Temple period. He was renowned for his care for his people and for his extraordinary powers of prayer. The Babylonian Talmud records that one year, almost the entire winter had passed and no rain had fallen, leaving the country in danger of starvation. Messengers were sent to Choni Hamagil, Choni the circle maker, asking him to pray for rain. Choni prayed, and yet no rain came. Choni then proceeded to draw a large circle with his staff. He then stood in the middle of the circle... And similar to the biblical prophet Habakkuk, he swore in God's great name that he would not leave the circle until God had mercy on his nation and brought rain. Rain began to fall immediately. However, it was merely a light rain, not enough to replenish the parched ground. Choni's students turned to him and beseeched him to pray further saying that God had only made a trickle of rain to absolve him of his oath and enable him to leave the circle. Choni reissued his petition, saying, Dear God, this is not what I had requested. Rather, rain that will fill wells, pools, and caves. It began to pour in huge amounts, to the extent that each drop could fill the opening of a barrel. His students turned to him again, saying that this form of rain would destroy the world. Choni, once again, turned to God, saying, I have not requested this, but rather rain of goodwill and blessing. This time, normal rain began to descend. However, the rain continued on and on until everyone had to evacuate to the high Temple Mount due to the flooding they once again sent to Choni and said, Dear Rabbi, you just like you praying that the rain came down, pray that the rain should go away. Choni responded that he had a tradition that one should not pray for the removal of too much blessing. Despite this, due to the students' pleading, he agreed to pray for the rain to stop. He told them to bring an ox, that he could later offer a Thanksgiving sacrifice When his prayers were answered, Choni rested his hands on the head of the ox and said, Master of the universe, your nation Israel who you took out of Egypt cannot endure an overabundance of blessing or an overabundance of suffering. When you get angry at them, they cannot survive. When you gave them an abundance of good, they cannot survive. May it be your will that the rain should stop and there should be ease in the world. Immediately, the clouds broke apart and the sun came out. The Talmudic story sums up, to an extent, our relationship with rain over the past year. A year ago, we had a severe drought, and prospects looked very, very dim for the years ahead. Today, we are, thank God, largely, drought-free, and we should be eternally grateful. And yet, the phrase, be careful what you ask for, is as true as ever. Because as we well know, there were many of our fellow citizens who suffered the ravages of flooding and lost their homes and possessions due to the abundance of water. If being careful what we ask for applies to prayer, it certainly applies to decisions we make. Decades ago, a great Jewish leader, Rabbi Eliyahu Meir Bloch, was standing with his students at a Chicago train station platform, waiting for the pacemaker train to New York. A few feet of away, on the other side of the platform, stood the Sunshine Express to San Francisco. He asked his students, "How far are the trains apart?" They hastily conjectured that they were about separated by about eight to ten feet. Rabbi Blach disagreed. The two trains are 3,000 miles apart because one is headed to California and the other to New York. Decisions made at the council may seem minor today but cause great differences over time. Sometimes the decisions seem only a few feet apart from alternative choices, but its final impact could be vastly different. The French philosopher Blaise Pascal wrote, in each action, we must look beyond the action at our past, present, and future states, and others whom it affects, and see the relations of all those things. And then we shall be very cautious. Let us think beyond the moment Make the right decisions for the city in the present and future. And let us pray carefully for God's assistance in our decisions and actions. In that merit, may San Jose and its citizens be truly blessed. May you, Honorable Mayor Licardo, City Council members, be blessed with the wisdom, desire, and ability to serve and lead successfully. May you be blessed with the moral character and clarity to make the right decisions for the city as a whole. May you find favor with most and may you serve all of this great city of San Jose. And may all other blessings follow and let us say amen. Thank you, Rabbi. And we're going to work on getting those, plane, those trains to move closer. Uh, let's rise now for the Pledge of Allegiance.